Alright everybody, welcome back to the podcast This is your host, Eric uh, With Voices from the Planet podcast It's been a long, long time since we did a lot, another uh, Since we did an episode um, Probably over a month now, maybe going on two months But we are back, finally With episode number 14 with Kumu Hiva And I'm going to try and um, record this intro right now on my way after work to go pick up my son from daycare so you may hear some bumping i'm recording this one in the car you may hear the rumbling or whatever i have this thing hooked up to a little mount that vibrates or whatever and jiggles around as i drive so just bear with me on this one um so yeah it's been a long time what have i been up to so we had mary monarch that's actually what this podcast with kumu is about is about the mary monarch Hula competition that um, we participated in this year in Hilo back in like April, beginning of end of March, beginning of April. Um, so yeah, we recorded this one after a hula practice in my car with the iPhone. Just kind of went over and talked about the Mary Monarch experience and her thoughts on it and whatever. We just went on everything. Touched on as much as we could. Sorry, excuse me, yawning. Not good, not good for podcasting. But yeah, so if you guys are interested in hula, this would be an interesting one to listen to because we get into you know picking songs and all that kind of stuff. And well, you listen to it, you'll know what I'm talking about. But um, yeah, so I'll try to keep this one relatively short. Um, yeah, so this is my return back to the podcast world with episode number. 14 with Kumu Hiva talking about Mary Monarch 2016. All right, guys, check it out. Thanks. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Welcome. Yay. <laughs> so we have our first returning guest. Yay. Kumu Hiva <laughs> is back to talk about Mary Monarch yes. 2016. Yes. Which was fifth year. About a month ago. About a month ago. She had yes. a month to process in. Yeah. <laughs> and Still fresh. Yeah, we're still kind of recovering. Right. It takes a while. It's really a um, undertaking and emotional and physically challenging. So. So actually, so when did so how long were practices from you know when you started when you picked the melee and you kind of knew which songs and what you're gonna do from from that point till. Mary yeah. Mark, like. You know what? It, it it worked out nicely because we're trying to decide what song to do is really the <laughs> the first challenge and um i think we got lucky and i think it was a kind of an uh mahalo to auntie lena ala kalamahaini and her hello because they invite us to nalani eha and we were uh, this year the female the wahine group um had to honor like like princess like like and so in that um journey we learned about Like Like and I thought, well, this is different. We don't get to see Like Like honored too often at Mary Monarch. Lots of kalaka, lilio, kalani, kapi, olani, and um, Emma, and so on. So um, so I thought, well, it would be nice. It was a nice way. And Auntie Ala just passed away. And long, uh, uh, two years before that, she told me, you know, any kind of help that you need, just ask. And I always got to be thankful because without her actually having to take time out to help me, she's, she had helped me already, mm-hmm. just by allowing us to be a part of that I- adventure. So so I thought, okay, let's take that, that melee and let's expound on it. 
and um, and ended up finding new things. And we went from something that we knew, or everybody was familiar with the mele and knew about like like, and so they were had an easier time giving life to something. And so that's how I ended up choosing um, our our like like mele for kahiko, and then for awana. Um, <laughs> I usually get my big ideas when I'm like working out on the treadmill yeah. <laughs> or like Stairmaster or lifting or whatever. And I, that's my like peace time. I play Hawaii music or watch videos and then I just try to think what would be the, what would be the jam that would um, inspire me, inspire us. And then, and then um, do honor to our lineage and then excite the, the world. And so it came back to the basics and, you know, most of the people in there start of learning hula learn that song Pua Mana mm-hmm. and so I thought well that'd be interesting and challenging to kind of give life to something that falls in like the basic hula category and and lift it to a level that's marijuana worthy at the same time um, honor Auntie Umberta Lily and her family the Fardins um, and my mom's named after Auntie Ermgard I don't think m- many people know that you know her name is Aislinet Ermgard Ipolani Vaughn <laughs> So it was a nice um, all-around melody to choose. My ohana is from Maui. I have lots of family from Lahaina. And so Puamana is a, a part of Lahaina. And that's how we ended up with our ohana song. So... You got to talk about the boys too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this year was fun because um, last time we had boys was in 2012. Yeah. And the boys always wanted to be a part of it. And it was um, good for them to take a break. And, uh, and so when we were asked to um, join again and invited to Mary Monarch, then got excited. And I tell you, um, I had 13 boys on the stage. We have more than 14, 13 boys, rather. But I had to choose something that um, they'd be able to execute in a, in a rather short period of time and get as many of them on the stage as possible to, um, to represent the halal at Mary Monarch. So... Um, one day I had this like, huge epiphany. They have a, they have a, a not a huge, but a, a rather large repertoire of melee that they do know, but one that would be um, um, exciting and challenging and kind of all those things. So one night after hula, I just had this, like, I got it. <laughs> I got it. And I got super excited because everything that kind of happened after the decision was made, you know, we all, I fully believe in that some hell happens for a reason. And so a lot of things that were happening in our hula life outside of Murray Monarch kind of uh, played a role in, in our, um, in the, um, in kind of the climax to our leading to Murray Monarch and getting on the stage. So I ended up um, choosing Halo Hanalei, which, which is um, a hula pahu that belongs to the trilogy. Um, not it's not part of the trilogy, but it's kind of like what we consider the cherry on the top for our lineage of hula. And um, and it's a hula noho, which is very challenging. Most people think sitting down is easy, but it's right. really hard to do. And in controlling your body and, and your, your legs and your knees and your ankles hurt and your feet hurt. And, yeah, I've um, seen all the, the yeah, battle the scars. Yeah. <laughs> battle scars, yes. You know, funny because sitting between your legs on a hard floor, on a hard surface... To practice on is um, is definitely preparation for a wood stage, yeah. you know, a plywood at Mary Monarch is a completely different feeling. So it's nice because by the time you get there, it doesn't hurt as much. But 
Palau Hanalei was the choice and um, there's tons of ike and excitement that we that I could could um, feed them with and then for Awana we kind of um, <laughs> it was it was a tough one because I had no idea what I wanted to do and then one day I was riding in the car and I heard um, on the, the radio and have a you know great friendship with Max. She's my cousin, Pomeka Ilaime, who's the granddaughter of um, Auntie Genoa. And uh, I just thought, this is it. This has got to be it. It's perfect. It's spunky. It's lively. It's It's got, um, it's flirty. And they can come from a like serious hula pahu number and then kind of relaxing and enjoy that part of it. So I ended up choosing Pu'ie. And then it just went from there. And I, I don't know if... I wish there was a way I could put, like, the actual video clips on here. Cause that, I know, yeah. Because there, there's <laughs> the one part in the song that you let them do their own little, like, freestyle or, you know, that part. <laughs> like, two-second moment to yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, funny because, you know, there are... That's so not something that we do all the time. Right. And, uh... I think they needed it. They needed to be able to express <laughs> their flirty, the, the the way that they would flirt, so to speak, for whatever age group they fall into or personality, right. and you know, for the world who didn't know who they were, for that one few seconds, you got a little glimpse into their their personalities. And you know, there's a colleague. You know, the chill cruise guy you know back row and he did exactly what Akali would do you know and then there was Kiko who's the young young mind and young everything he's got that like you know kind of check me out the young swagger yeah the long swag exactly and then Lil Kahi you know he's got his wonderfully bald head and and he he did a great job there and then Poliala was did an amazing job and he, he definitely worked it the way he would have worked it and then there was Paul in the front right with you know giving out his phone number which is (laughs) so funny but he ended up giving out the number to the cab number yeah are you gonna really do that the 422 and he's such a comedian so that was that was so Paul and but but if you didn't know you wouldn't have known that it took a lot of effort to get them to let that let that part of them go Right, there was there was a little a apprehension, of, right? A lot of apprehension. It was really uncomfortable and um, it's okay, <laughs> um, uncomfortable space to to. Um, I guess you would call it a solo moment, you know. Yeah. But when they realized that they were all soloing together, right? Then it wasn't as bad. Um, yeah, but truthfully, we didn't get our act together until about you know a few hours before Mary Leonard. <laughs> but that that moment when they broke out and did their own little independent parts. Like I, from where I was, it was a real chicken skin. Yeah. You could hear everybody in the crowd. Yeah, like, you know, nuts, you yeah know, that right? was it for you know for for real for me. That was the first time standing where I stand behind the stage. From that view, I never really get a sense of a reaction from the crowd, right. and um, that's always kind of a weird space, you know, because you leave there, you're not sure are they clapping, do they like yeah. it, do they not like it, and you know, I'm I'm always more afraid. It doesn't really matter what the crowd thinks; it matters what the judges think. But um. But when you think at overall that we are um, giving life to something, and when, if you're doing that, and there's a there's a reaction, then you're doing mm-hmm. something right. Yeah, this is the first year like that. In the past years, I never really same thing. I never really noticed it. I never have to think like, oh, how was the crowd? I know. Right? But this year it was like for all the performances, there was a lot of good like crowd reactions. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, I know. I, I, you can't rely on that, you know. <laughs> yeah, so I, um, I couldn't. Have, I tell you, I couldn't have been more pleased walking away from every every performance. That that walk back to the dressing room was completely fulfilled. I felt completely um, pleased at their performances. And then, so when you pick the costumes to kind of fit into the time period of. Yeah, the vibe. Yeah. Costuming is so difficult, and I have to give like a lot of credit to my mom because she is uh, an expert in that department, and she's judged many competitions. And um, as a as a costuming judge, as well as a regular hula judge, because she is a kumu hula, but um, you know she taught me well. So this year. You know, she didn't even... Usually I go up to, to Los Angeles and there's a great more selection mm-hmm. of fabrics and prints and colors that to choose from. And uh, this year, she didn't come with me. It was all me. Usually I'll have somebody to kind of bounce the ideas off of. And, uh, you know, this year was, wasn't... So there was a little... Uh, it was a little scary for me because I wanted to... I didn't know what the world would think you know I always had my ideas when my mom was there and she would you would say yeah yeah, it looks good you know but this year she wasn't so um so I guess I did it was all yeah it was all me (laughs) (laughs) and you know I I thought it was beautiful I I still think it's beautiful you know the girls the wahine kahiko was all one solid color and and the reason I decided that was because there were so many um kind of the extremities of their body was doing a lot of making a lot of movement and um i wanted i wanted that to shine rather than two different colors kind of cutting their body in half i wanted them to look like one piece in the middle and the hands be kind of the the not to be drawn away from the hand movements and the mm-hmm. feet movement so so that was why i ended up with that costume um i did I don't think I went too far outside of the box. I don't even think I went outside of the box in, in the kind of style that I chose. I think perhaps the movement style coupled with the the fabrics and the colors and the movement of the, the actual costume may have um, some people thinking it was a lot more Awana looking. But it's no different from your lacy top, long sleeve, you know, um, shiny fabric and a tilly skirt you know so so I don't think so I I think it was um, I think for the for the most part at Mary Monarch this year we just looked a lot different from everybody else you guys always do have original costuming like yeah I mean it's growing over the years that's for sure you know you want to look back and go you know I look back into 2012 I mean I oh I can look back to the Mokihana competitions like way back in 2007 and and definitely say geez I I definitely think we've improved (laughs) but even in in Mary Monarch I just you know recently watched Mary Monarch 2012 and 2013 I think we grew grew every year and that's what we want to do you know we want to get better every year I want to challenge ourselves and and bring something new to the table that um as a group and as a as a, a small part in the big greater picture of hula and, and all the people that participate in Mary Monarch, we all want to lift the hula up. And the higher we lift it, the longer it survives. And more recognizable, it continues to look like hula and Hawaiian. So, um, geez, we're, we're, oh yeah, that was Kahiko. Oh, <laughs> 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 it was fun, man. Um, lots, a lot of people asked me about my costume for Puamana after Mary Monarch. 
I got so many questions about it. And I thought, what's so different? It was, it's exactly the same dress as last year. I love that dress. <laughs> I, I wanted to, it was, it's going to be three years that we use that style of dress. It's so classic and so elegant and it works well with their bodies. And I, I like that. That was the first and foremost. It works well for the song Puamana, but the fabric, if you didn't, if you, if you only watched it on TV or if you're really far away, you really missed something awesome because the, the, it was actually ivory color but if you got up close to it it was in, um, embossed yeah, yeah. with roses and so I didn't want we did pink last year and most people think pink for Maui but I didn't want to highlight I didn't want it to be pink in color the dress because I wanted to wear Lokelani in it and if I wore the pink then pink on pink you didn't really see that those roses and so I opted to go another color and then I started to think about Auntie Ermgard a lot of my memories of her, especially when we perform with her and see her out. Or I have lots of great memories when I'm younger, when I was younger. And she always had like white eyelet, white eyelet, kind of long um, high neck, long sleeves. Sometimes. And all of her Puamana um, singers, her daughters and nieces, they would have the off the shoulder dress and it would be like that same white. Not always, but those are my memories. And I thought, why not um, do something that's kind of golden? And then, um, um, you also, if you didn't get, if you only watched it on TV and you didn't get close enough to see it, but underneath the, the, uh, ruffle, there was six specks of silver and gold, which kind of gave me the idea which is, you know, she's like this shining star, you know, kind of idea. So it was, um, a beautiful dress, but very, very heavy. Um, because of the fabric types, actually three different kinds of fabrics and made into that dress. But it moved well, it was great, and then um, I want to get one for myself. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the boys, you gotta keep it simple, it was Hello Hanale, we just have a pa'u and, uh, and a teeny skirt, and it, it, everything about the, their look was totally traditional of. And their malos. Yeah, and their malos. <laughs> and a malo, a pa'u, and then a pa'u la'i, and just lay maile lauli'i from Kauai, which. You know, takes us right to the island of Kauai and Hanalei, and it was just perfect. Couldn't and get their shirts than that. this year for Oana. Shirts from Oana. That was yeah. they it looked was, really good. They, I know. You know what? I gotta say that was like an awesome. It was an awesome mistake because in LA I found a whole bunch of the guy that I was purchasing some fabric from had a whole bunch of rem, like like bolts of remnants of this really great kind of fabric and. I'm not sure that the world can appreciate it, but a hula dancer can. So, <laughs> so I just bought all of it, and then I came back and I'm like, I think this is the one because when you get really up close to that fabric, they look like little peaks, like little um, monas, and so uh, and it was soft and it had a little shine, and it was like it was the great color, a color of like water and cold and chill, and it, it, it was great. It was great, awesome. And was that style of shirt? Kind of, yeah. With that kind of, I don't know, Chinese, a Chinese collar. I just to keep it simple. So, if you think if we took away, I wanted to take away the collar so that you, the the lay would would pop out. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, we had lots of Chinese influence all throughout, all throughout Hawaii. You know, so I mean, regardless, it was it wouldn't have any exact time period connect connection, but 
in general, in general, it was uh, one of the one of the kinds of shirts people wore. Yeah, no, it was, it was really good. When all together with the shirt and the laying or the skirt and, <laughs> and everything, like, yeah, it looks good. so much better when it when they're not just wearing black shorts and black t-shirts <laughs> yeah. and the hello. Right. That's right. It's, it's weird when you like watch the practices. You know what I mean? Over and over, so you've seen the dance I mean, a billion hundred, times. Yeah. <laughs> but then when you actually see it together with with the costumes with everything yeah everybody's all in their gear you know what I mean there's that there's the wearing it but I, I tell you it has a lot to do with um the idea that at, you're embodying the spirit of of Laka and and Hula and so in those uh, kupe'e those adornments are the kinolau of of those deities and so um it's a whole package deal so you got that to adorn the bodies in kahiko and the costuming and a pa'u and what pa'us re- represent and the lei that goes on the neck and the head and everything you got everything together and then you got a whole pa'a me in the kumu you know and i'm completely um dressed in my role and my um ipuheke is dressed or the pahu is dressed all of us are all all kind of uh wrapped up in that spirit it just sends it to another realm. Yeah. Then the same thing in Awana. You just you got your musicians who you know come in looking bottle bottles at the practice, <laughs> but then they're in their they're in their right you know zone and looking all pretty, feeling really great, and they're they're up to um, the challenge and the moment to give life because they know that their job, our jobs as as musicians, is to give life to the dancer, and if they don't have that life, then they can't like, give life to the melee. So it's just a a partnership uh, that goes a continuous partnership that's happening you know especially on that stage at that moment do you want to talk about the musicians because we have our yeah halal musicians I guess yeah, yeah. I guess so the yeah one, they're in our family uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo Hale Hale Seabury was with us from 2007 when we first started at Mokihana so he didn't he didn't play with us with the first few Mary Monarchs and then this year we're like we gotta bring him back to be a part of our gang and he's already played with Cal a billion times Cal's a part of us totally yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Pomeka you know she's her name is means a blessing and she is completely a blessing she's a wonderful wonderful person to have around she's a great mentor for me and um and her family are great um examples of of good people yeah. and so cannot I can't ask for more than just to have the best of the best people we got Jeff Ahoy who's the coolest and knows how his his ear is so amazing and um, to have his talent and his skill kind of a part of that dream team I call him the dream team <laughs> you can't go wrong you know <laughs> and then of course I was a first time musician at Murray Monarch pardon me <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I know we had a plan but was that like in the fact she said you were going to be doing that? Or yeah, that- it, well, it just has a just has who the names are, mm. and at so at some point I wasn't supposed to sing at all, and then at some point Kel said, "Okay, you're going to sing a verse," and then I went from singing a verse to, <laughs> to pretty much the whole song, <laughs> and I mean, at least it was just the song and not the cut and hoi. But I wanted to thank my students for letting me kind of debut at Murray Monarch that way well I think they've been waiting for it <laughs> they've been wanting you to see yeah, I, I, <laughs> for a while I, I, now I always say you know it's funny I can sit with an ipuhek and a drum and and blow and without any apprehension and then I'll, you put a microphone in front of me and I'm just like so I, I'm working on it I'm still I'm still working on it I'm on that journey <laughs> right. 
You just got to keep doing it. You know, I keep telling folks it's, it would be different if my dad wasn't Polanyi Vaughn. You know, I grew up with a perfectionist in that world. And, um, and I look at it. I look at I view the music as that. And I definitely give those guys who are musicians the credit because they hear what we don't. What normal human beings don't right. hear. You know, and they pay attention to the things that nor- we just take mm-hmm. for granted. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm still learning about that. And, um, and anybody can just start singing along to whatever, but to be purposeful. And I realize what the job is that I have. It's like, I have to do this right for my students or they're not going to be able to do their job. So it's a, uh, it's a learning process and a growth process. Hopefully I'll get better and better. But yeah, it's challenging. And I, you know, I, at some point, like a week or two, nah, maybe three weeks before, I kind of just gave in and I was like killing myself or listening to my recording thinking, oh, it's terrible. Then I thought, all right, I'm just going to call Polanyi. <laughs> so I gave in and gave him a call. I sent him the recording and I was crossing my fingers and cringing like, oh God, he's going to say I'm flat. What's and, he going to say? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, to my surprise, he said, oh, it was really great. That's nice. Sounds nice. And, and he said, you know, I'm never going to know until I try. I'm never going to, I'm never going to learn unless I do it. Right. Has he had aspirations for you to be a singer? I think he's out. Yeah. I think, yeah, in general, he wants me to sing. Mostly because my grandparents sang. I mean, it's part of our ohana and our our, our family thing. And he's a singer. But um, I didn't. I don't know. I always feel like now that you look back, and I think everybody must do this: is look back and go, "Oh, they were preparing me for this, you know, or they were preparing me for this whatever phase." And mm-hmm. I think if you're already part of a, a hula family or an entertaining family, that in some form or fashion, you're going to be a part of it. Yeah, at some point or another, yeah. you're going to have to get up there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, whether it's at the family party graduation or at a competition, you right. might have to do it. So, um, yeah, I should be able to rely on myself. And so I've been much, I've been much better at, at um, kind of picking up the ukulele in class and kind of just playing for them and getting ma'a to it. You know, I'm not, no one that ever taught me how to play ukulele. I just kind of, yeah. yeah, kind of figuring it out. Working on it. I'm working on it. Well, I think it's good to, to have, like, the live music when you're practicing and stuff, too. Oh, yeah. Even if it is just, yeah, with a uke and just one person. It's so different because everything's always changes, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, you never know. It's never going to sound like the CD, ever. Right, right, right. So if we can bank on that, you can, you can do anything. Just get used to it never being the same. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <from> exactly. The <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so then how, when did you guys go up for the first practice? It was like a, couple, was like a month out? Yeah, um, yes, right. It, probably three weeks or four weeks. Three weeks, I want to so say. So all the... Neighbor Island Halau get a chance to do that. You know, or is it? it's it's um it's offered, right? But all the years I per- I participated as a dancer with Auntie May, I and even Auntie Lee Mommy, I had no idea you could do that. So it wasn't until 2012 somebody mentioned it to me. I think one of my co- my Kumuhula friends said something like, "Oh yeah, they go up and practice." And I was like, "What?" So I called Auntie Luan and she said, "Yeah, sure, baby, you can you can come have the whole day." So I try to remember to schedule it. You know, there are a ton of other hello, but it's there are only so many days in a week, and the stage only goes up at a certain time. Right. So, and it, it's it's costly, you know. So I recognize that um, it's an investment, um, and some hello might say, "Oh, that you know, it's really too much to pay and whatever." But I think all of the students, I think every one of them, can say that it's so worth it. No, oh, yeah. yeah. Because it so gives like them it. that first time on the stage, yeah, even if it like, is just for practice, just to just be to up like, there. And, and just get over themselves yeah. and throw up in their mouth and 
it's, it's really extremely intimidating and although it doesn't look like that and you, and that's to the credit of the kumuhulas and the dancers that that go on that stage and just just pull off amazing performances you, you if you, unless you did it yourself you know you know that um, what it feels like and you know that a lot of work goes into it and you just kind of have to applaud them because it's you need that time we need that time as a as a younger hello these and we have a lot of new people coming onto the stage they don't know what that's what that feels like until you get up there and you you see its size and you see the size of the the stadium and you realize the spatial difference where right. you practice and what it feels like to stand on a stage and there's a giant space between you and the ceiling that's intimidating and you're raised up you're lifting yeah you're up off the, the ground. ground there's a ramp involved there's people in your face I and mean, there's so many things to um to consider that spending a day there just to kind of sit on the blip the, blend, the bleachers and walk up and down on the stage walk on the lines you know just kind of be there in the moment for a little bit is a good psychological preparation um, mental preparation and um, spiritual and emotional because yeah did you guys you cry could, when you guys went up this year? yeah <laughs> yeah I, we always cry We're I missed like it this year that's why yeah. I know but you know what it, it's um, what was I just going to say you're the emotion of it all is it's crazy it's, mm-hmm. it's a crazy because I tell you now I really can't understand how anybody who's never danced at Mary Monarch before stand backstage right before they call your name like that waiting period and not freak out right you know because the, there there's a moment when you just say you paid all the money you did all the practice <laughs> and you're just like never mind <laughs> I can't do it you know and that's that's the truth of it all it's possible that people just and you kind of just are, I'm crossing my fingers and kind of leaving it in God's hands and, and trusting these people that they're going to do what we prepared them to do. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, it's my, it's, it's up to me to prepare them enough to face those, those um, challenges and make it through and be successful. So, you know, even if we didn't come away with a win, I have 23 girls and 13 boys that were successful at, at making it through Mary Monarch. Right. Yeah, that's a win. Nobody completely and nobody, lost it. nobody got hurt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we actually didn't have you know you know you know try living with each other for six days, you know, in the same place right. and you know with limited space and limited you know restrooms and showers and the food isn't you know you're not dining out you know. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, overall, that's a huge challenge and undertaking to have. We had in our group 70 plus people and you were there, you know, yeah. it was um, a challenge. But overall, that's a victory. Yeah. Overall. Should, you want to talk about that then, like our living arrangements this year compared to mm-hmm. past, past years? years. This year we stayed at, what is the name? Uh, okay, Alcaja Marine Reserve. Yes, but in a gym. In a gym, in a beautiful gym. Yeah, but when you hear that, like, oh, you're staying in a gym. Yeah, yeah, like, I was like, oh, yeah, 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 you just... <laughs> We had houses in the past. Yeah, we had houses in a yard. And a, yeah. But, oh, last year we came out of living, staying in a beautiful home, yeah. you know, beautiful home, big yard, beautiful, but just not enough space, you know, mm-hmm. and lots of worry if we're going to overfill the septic tank and <laughs> you can only use one toilet paper square. And yeah, it was, yeah, no hot water. Or not, you know, I'm not sure. We, we did have a beautiful experience last year and we've had. We, we need like two more hours to talk if I have to tell you I could tell some great stories about our living situations in the last few years but this year we were lucky to have um, to have um, been offered that 
that space and it took a while to get it but we did end up getting it and um it was the best thing ever it was such a blessing because we got to as much as it might seem it's it's crazy to live with people your, your your hula sisters and brothers for six days straight that's any, anyone's going to be challenged by that families are challenged on a daily basis regular families that live with each other so um to have come away with from a and that's what the gym does for us you know it gave us some some real like time together as a group our kokua our musicians our you know whoever everybody our makeup artists our hairstylists lay our lays were with us you know like we had a lot of things that were usually we're separated in right. that way and um i think that that bind that binding moment kind of made it we were emotional too um but that, the best part was that we set up our, our we taped the ground and set up a stage and where we would normally have to leave our house meet together as a group get down to a place to and have to schedule time to practice in a room this time we had all day yeah. to practice at any time at any time yeah. any, and it was neat you know that I, and I told them you guys are this is open so we made our beds all up the edges and we left the, the middle open with all the, the stage there and it was cute because I you know I'd wake up at whatever seven in the morning and open my eyes and I saw a couple guys like practicing their cutie on the lines you know right, right, right. <laughs> and, and it was it was so worth it like I wouldn't change anything I I would want to stay in a gym forever and I think if because we were so close to the stadium it it made for a lot of I know like like, now we have all this time on our hands (laughs) and I was surprised yeah a lot of people use that time to practice and yeah it was necessary because I don't know that having the two groups was presented a challenge because we had a lot a lot to get done there mm-hmm. was so much to, to do this year as opposed to last the last few years and we were used to that right. process so that extra practice was really meaningful for some of them that they needed that last couple of times just doing it in their head mm-hmm. on lines and something that looks like what it's supposed to look like and feel like was worth it I really yeah. like the gym and the facilities were awesome. Like ten showers. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, try that. Is there, is there the two people taking a shower or ten people taking a shower? Yeah. <laughs> That's way better than with seventy people. Yeah, and it worked out. When we never had, we never had cold water. It was always warm, and the, the it was it would get a little hot during the day, but it was still breezy. And then mm-hmm. at nighttime, it got nice and cold, and we got the blankets on. It was perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I really was. I really wasn't sure what to expect when we were, heard we were staying at a gym. gym. <laughs> I don't know, but we were so damn close to everything. It was like yeah. five minutes to the stadium. Everything was so weird. So it, it, it's closer this year. We got great, great things, but it was way challenging in the sense that I had. It's hard to plan for that. Everything was different. We were later on in the program, which is unusual for for us. We were usually. The, at the beginning or like the beginning of the second half is where we were last year and now we were like three from the end mm-hmm. and that's hard to plan out especially when at the boys in the first half number yeah. six there's such a long five, yeah it was it was challenging and um and so my hats off to all the other cool who kind of take two groups take those of them who take a miss alohula too that's crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy and so hats off to them because it's work it's a lot of work so you can imagine as we started this this interview it was um that that's why we're still kind of decompressing still takes a little time to kind of get back to normal because all that energy and anxiety you know that lift up and that climb to the top and it's like no sleep during the six days it's crazy (laughs) 
emotions flying and then you come home and you got to return back to the regular life it just kind of doesn't work that way right <laughs> so it, it takes you know a little bit of the day a little bit of the day just getting to like okay oh, that's what you know that's what i'm supposed to be doing today <laughs> yeah you gotta like reintegrate back yeah. into the real world, <laughs> into the real world yeah <laughs> I mean, I'm surrounded by people who don't really, I can't really relate to it. No, right, right, right. I want to talk about hula. My excitement is being contained because I can't share it with you. And if I do express that level, they're going to be like, I know, right? They're not going to get it. Yeah, nobody nobody gets it unless you're a hula person or in love with a hula person. (laughs) That's right, it's weird. Or like a part of it, you know? Like after, you know, we come back and there's a few days before we see everybody again, but it really was like one day. But it felt like so long. Because you see everybody for yeah, every, yeah all, day all days long. for six days, and then you don't see them for one day, and it's like, where were you? <laughs> I know what. As time progresses, it like the year will go by, and um, a lot of relationships are tightened are, are like made stronger because of because of that trip, mm-hmm. you know. And um, and it's nicer, it's easier for us to come back together and mm-hmm. do. This. And now that we did this one time, I, I expect that next year will be easier. You know, I expect that we'll have way more people experienced it, so they know what to do. Right. You know, and and we know how to behave. We can do things better. That's that's the goal. Yeah. We try to improve every year. So, do you want to talk about anything memorable? I guess from Miss Aloha Hula. You know, I just the last few years, I've just been, I've just enjoyed enjoying it. Like enjoyed mm-hmm. watching other people, and and as I said before, I kind of like. My hat's off to the Kuma Hula because I, at all these years, I haven't entered a Miss Hula yet. And, you know, hopefully I will soon. I'm, I'm supposed to enter one next year, so I'm, I'm working hard on thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, enjoy, I enjoy seeing what the... Because um, it's exciting to have... And it's my viewpoint only, but to have one person that I can kind of mold and um, work with to see my vision come through that one person um, is it is a little bit more exciting in the sense that there's just one person to work with and and the, and the you know the it's endless it's an endless of the things that you get and so the, the that's the scary part is the ideas just come crazy right and then you gotta dis- decide you gotta make on. a decision yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <sighs> right and so it's cool to I I sit there and I kind of I'm enjoying their dance but at the same time I'm, I'm looking at the Kumos and I'm watching them and I'm watching all the little I'm looking for the little tiny things because that's what I want to appreciate I mean mm-hmm. that stuff that most people kind of kind of skim over and I'm looking for those um, I want to appreciate all those little things mm-hmm. because I, I know that that's what I would have wanted you know I want somebody to see it yeah. somebody to say oh I love the way that that you had that underskirt under there because it lifted it up when they did this certain move and I know that that Kumuhula would have been like Yes, like that's what I wanted. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> things like that. That's why you put those things. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I look for those things. I, um, you know, every year everybody has their. Oh, I think it's that person and this person. But you know, as we found out, it's you just never know. You know, you just never know who who it's gonna be and what it's gonna be. And I wish. I mean, it's that's why we trust those. We trust those judges to make the decisions. You know, there are things that they say that we don't see. There are other ike that they come from, and it's neat to have um, a change. And, you know, Kailani Kar was really amazing. We couldn't touch her in that in that respect. You know, her kumo, her, not kumo, her kumos 
did an amazing job um, pulling out and you could see the two of them inside of her it was really cool it was really cool I just I could just feel how excited they they felt and you know we knew that they were gonna I knew that they were gonna do something great because last year they were amazing too I mean last year she was first runner-up and she was breathtaking so to see you, you couldn't have expected less than last year you know so you wanted to see okay what can can you top that like and when they top it it's just like yes <laughs> it's excitement yes all around, yeah. uh, it's so it's so uh, cool yeah. but you know for me it's funny because um, oh, I don't know if I should talk about that <laughs> no no I, I I oftentimes forget that I'm a I'm a Miss Hula I like really it's not it's not part of my being like my you know I don't go to Mary Monica and recall like oh yeah I'm you know Miss Hula Hula 95 yeah and so it's so when those things come up I kind of feel like you know I'm I'm a kumuhula and I'm here with my homa and, and it's all about them mm-hmm. it's all about them I mean my time was a long time ago I'm over it and I'm all about whoever that Miss Hula this, this is your year and your moment girl live it you know <laughs> it's so fun so anyway that was my my little spiel on that because um, I, 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 yeah, I often forget it was, it was like eons ago and I think I think the re- real reason is because if I knew then what I know now oh <laughs> you know like well, that damn, damn you know? that goes for everything in life though, <laughs> you know, like, true oh. <laughs> true but just you know I was so young I was so young and so I guess naive and stubborn and all of those things and you know you just I have to like thank my my Kumo and Melia for Believing that I that they would they chose me at 19 years old like I'm I'm gonna represent this all out <laughs> and, and you know I don't think that and that's that's my personal opinion but that's why I tried not to I I want to wait till the contestant is a little older so that they should have that appreciation mm-hmm. like you should know what it means to be chosen what it means to be a Miss Olohohula and then what you represent from that point on for the rest of your life so uh, let me clarify I forget that I'm a Miss Hula in the sense that I'm walking around as Miss Aloha Hula Um, I I know it I know it and I remember I remember that through the Miss Aloha Hula I I became a Kumo Hula and I'm thankful for that because it it did it did lead me down that path and I am what I am because of that experience so I think I hope that in what I do as a kumu and the things that I produce on that stage and the things I my visions and dreams come alive on that stage I'm hoping that um, it might spark or um, you know um, inspire another young you know dancer to want to strive to maybe perhaps be a muscula someday you know because that that well, by the time you get to to being a kumuhula maybe they want to be a kumuhula someday but you always hope that it does play a role you know, that's what I'm trying to say yeah <laughs> as well that's your job too is to inspire I mean also to yeah you know it's not light a fire in some yeah the young in the the younger generations I guess yeah we're, we're supposed to we're, we're hoping to see it you know continue on and it, it's not going anywhere I mean look at the the level of hula this now compared to then not and there's no way in the sense that less than but um what I'm trying to say you could see the progression from yeah, then to now yeah the it's, growth yeah. and the intensity and 
the detail and the attention to mm-hmm. to things is is um, has grown, mm-hmm. and you, you can't deny that. I mean, I mean, how lovely! I, I like I said, I wish, I wish I could have only the way that I only now, you know, then, mm-hmm. you know. But I didn't, I didn't know as much as I, I know now, you know. So I, I think about that. I go, oh darn it! But then you hear the girls now; they're so amazing, you know. Just like wow, can you imagine what they will be like 10, 20 years right. from then? Like that's exciting, you know. Like wow. The caliber and skill is just... It's like, keep an eye on this one. She's going to yeah. go places in the future. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's super like exciting that. for Robin Lono, too. That was oh, yeah. Cool. And then they won third place, too. And <laughs> yeah. that was like... They they deserve it. You know, they deserve to, to... They put a lot of work and their lives are dedicated to the hula. And, yeah, it was, it was awesome to watch them get up there and receive that award. Because when they won last year, first run-up, I, I saw it we saw them I saw them backstage a little while after and I just uh, high-fived them I'm like you guys you guys did it and you're like you're on the map yeah you know but up until then all of us weren't like anything <laughs> we're we're just you know participating in, in, in competing but to, to be on the map you know to actually be recognized for your work that was and that's so why I was just like you guys and I was so stoked for them and so I told them it was neat because once they won that, it made me like us like because we're all like feel like we're all kind of like same generation yeah. kind of feel. So it made me feel like oh we get chance you know like <laughs> we might have a chance you know to to get up there. So last year you know was a, you know I still think it's a fluke and I, I'm not sure. Sometimes I think damn it, it's harder it's harder now to to go to Mary Monarch and um, have that happen and then kind of like. I don't know. It's it's not harder. It's just a challenge. Well, there's like a bar has been set. You know? Yes, yes. And it's uh-huh. different, I guess. And I'm just not like, I don't know, because everybody was talking about how this year is all different judges. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's so. it really, it, it really different. Right. It was, it was called Clean, it was clean House. A, yeah, the complete overhaul. And a lot of people were saying how, you know, they don't know how, you know, what to expect there. But. I mean, oh. Yeah. Everybody was doing that. We're all wondering, oh, how they judge. You know, at the end of the day, it was like, it doesn't matter how they judge, you know. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, are you, am I going to change? What am I going to do? Am I going to change anything to, to kind of fall within what they like to see? No. Right. You do no, your hula. I'm going to do me. and uh, yeah. the judges to come around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was funny because it took me four years for the world to get to know who, who I was in the first place. Until yeah. last year happened, right? And so, you know, that's I finally got there and of course changed judges so start all over again and that's totally fine with me because mm-hmm. I think that's exciting to not have to, to see other hello in their hard work kind of recognized every year I love that it's a different group of people I love that piano guys got recognized I love that um, some of the older groups from older um, Mary Monarchs mm-hmm. you know in this age are, are seeing a win again you know and that's important it, their legacy has to continue as well you know so so it at the end of the day it's seven judges for those seven minutes at that day yeah. you know that day so it it'll always it's never um definitive you know it's always oh um, never know yeah and i like that sticking with your own hula and not necessarily changing or just to please a specific judge because you know they like this or yeah. Whatever they prefer that, but doing what what you've been taught and what you're carrying, and then what am I, yeah. letting them recognize that 
and appreciate that. Yeah, and like I said, it doesn't. It it's like you never know what you're gonna do. It might just be like so everybody's gonna do. Somehow it's weird because like this year I had a lot of tea leaf skirts. Mm. You know, when year it's like everybody's doing a hula no ho. And maybe everybody's on that same hula wavelength. Who knows, you know? <laughs> There's like a common consciousness yeah. in the hula world. And at some point, you know, at some point, you know, you can recognize that um, the hula has to grow within the kumu. So at some point, there might be change in, in trying to reach into different places that you haven't um, um, expanded on yet. You mm-hmm. know, different kinds of uh, mele, for example. Like for, for me, I like, I'm, I'm a, have an affinity for... For um, monarchy kind of songs, and um, and then you know, one day, what if I, what if I do Pele? It's gonna it, it may look different, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't think so. I think it'll still look like me, just just um, giving life to a different subject matter, mm-hmm. you know. But it'll still be me, right? But it, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. The challenge is gonna be at some point you have to continue to change and grow. Yeah, yeah. but it's as long as it's a yeah, change still through like, growth, yeah. not a change to conform. Please, to, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you can tell, like, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you, I love that you have, you, you see things. Like, I love that because that's important, like, to, to, to know, like, different styles. Like, some people don't even recognize that, you know. They just see, oh, it's hula, it's hula, you know, to the naked eye, mainland eye, whatever. It's just, you know, people in skirts and dancing, dancing around. around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but for us, we can we can totally see the difference between this and that, mm-hmm. you know. One, I, I don't know, I was thinking about the Johnny Lum Ho mm-hmm. and his and how he does that quick, like, narration in the beginning. Yeah. This smelly. Yeah. And I I really liked it. I thought it was no, yeah, really he, cool. He's... <laughs> That's their tradition. And They've done it all every year. And, and in fact, I was a little kid, and we used to fool around and say, "This melee," like a little <laughs> kid, because I'd go to Mary Monica. And I was like my first Mary Monica when I was ten, and I would go to watch with my mom. And you know, I watched Mary Monica every year when right. I was a kid. So yeah, yeah, it's it's a nice setup, and that's so Uncle Johnny. Yep. Like, and I love that. I love that. That's a legacy of hula, and that we all recognize as Johnny Lumho. Mm-hmm. And what a what a tribute to to his lineage of hula! Like what an awesome thing! Yeah, I love it. I love when he does it. It gets the crowd hype, and he's definitely uh, we got we got lucky to have him come back to Mary Monica this year. Yeah. Yes, because nobody else does anything like that. Yeah, I, I don't. I, yeah, and I mean, I mean, I wish we could. I mean, well, now nobody can. That's his thing. That's yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's good because it sets up because. We don't. I mean, I don't speak Hawaiian, so I don't understand the, mm-hmm. what's going on through the melee. But to have that little thing, like this, is what it's about. For his um, Miss Aloha Hula, the Kahiko about. Um, shoot, who was it? It was one of the royalty when she, they switched over to Christianity, and she oh. did that thing, and where she went up to the volcano and was like throwing rocks in the volcano to defy Pele. Oh. But he like set that. He, you know, he. Did Set that it intro up. part And then you watch it And you see it And you can actually see Like okay that motion Looks like She's chucking yeah. Like throwing rocks <laughs> And stuff But if I didn't Have that intro part I would have never Have got to yeah. that I'm like what Like alright Yeah <laughs> Exactly So so you know In that It's it, it's nice Because it It kind of brings The crowd along On the mm-hmm. journey Which is really Really good You know That's our, that's our job It's the hard That's the hard part Is, is performing for, for people Who don't have the ear For one language and one mm-hmm. words 
melee, so to speak. So it's a double job on our parts to give life to something just in that way and then also to try to inspire folks who don't have any ideas. So it is a bigger job. Mm-hmm. But I wish we could all do it. Well, it's know? good you have like... Mm-hmm. But the judges have their fact sheets and that all that really matters is that the judges know, you know, what our story is. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's good, I mean... It's like for him because he can bring people who don't have that. Yeah, along the ride. And then you have like the Mark. Um, yeah, and like how he just gets everybody hyped. But they just are bringing more. Like people might be attracted to them and get in, and they'll come and see mm-hmm. like you guys or like Robin Lono them and see other people and kind of expose them to yes. the greater Hulu. I see what you're saying. World. Yeah, absolutely. I think people are attracted to. Whatever way that we can get attention mm-hmm. to bring them in, that's that's it's all worth it, you know. So there's, yeah. you're absolutely right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. <laughs> so we need we need all those. Oh yeah, we need those guys. Yeah. You know, they all bring something to the table. As, as I said, and Mary Monarch wouldn't be wouldn't be wouldn't continue on in, in that in its level if we didn't have everybody that plays their role in this. You know, everyone and it's it's like the islands, the different hollow coming from different islands, um, the male and male and female groups, the Misulas, mm-hmm. and then the ones that come from the mainlands, you know, that we know that our, our people are spread all around, you know, that and we we get to see um, how their how their hula is continuing on even when they're not at home base. Right. You know. So and it's nice to get to get to see what they're doing out there. And then bring it home. Do you want to talk about, I don't know, like the actual competition nights and any thoughts you had, like, mm-hmm. leading up to, you know, getting ready? Because we were talking about how, because the boys were so early yeah. in the program and the girls were at the very end. Yeah. So there was that, there was that, that logistics time. and was, trying to coordinate and get, there and get back and yeah. get people who need to... <laughs> It's, you know, we kind of like, we, we have a plan and then we have to adjust the plan as mm-hmm. it goes. Uh, and it worked out. It was, it was just difficult. I think just to only to say that it is a difficult, um, not difficult. It was challenging for mm-hmm. me to make sure. I want to be there at every step of the way for, for them to get prepared. So mm-hmm. having to leave my girls behind so that I can take the boys there, it's hard for me because I'm not there to watch every step of the, the process of getting ready. And then, you know, leaving the boys at the stadium to go back and get their girls ready, you know, and said, so, uh, but we train them well, you know, get, get good, good training. I, I trust them. They know how to behave and everything. So everything kind of works out nicely. Um, but the onstage performances were. What goes through your mind? I mean, I know this is your fifth year yeah, doing it. It hasn't changed. I'm <laughs> I'm scared out of my mind. And I try not to show it because I'm the leader of the pack. And I have to, like, look calm. And I'm, I'm over there. I'm supposed to be their support. So I do my best to keep supporting them. I'm talking to them in their ear. Like, the stuff that people don't know. Like, they're standing in the line. And I, and I combine and whisper to them, you know, encouraging words and I let them know that I'm right there I'm like right there behind them I'm going to lead them out and I'm going to stand behind them the whole time and nothing's going to happen to them so I just we you know all the reminders that they need to they need to hear before they get up there reminding them that they're, they're trusting each other they have each other's backs and that's all they that's all they need and, um, 
it's really like I really wish we could capture like the feelings that people have we should talk about that with them like just like what's going on through their head because I know what's going on through my head (laughs) but that those few minutes like the behind stage waiting and whatever it's that one the one group before you Mm -hmm. when they start to line up and they're like the group before you is on the stage and you're just like oh my god (laughs) like it's going to go down and whether you I mean that's someone you're like am I ready Am I ready for this? And that's why I said it's like preparing them for that whole internal fight that's going on inside of you. Going, no, oh my god, I, I, I can't. And then trying to get a hold of the face, the facial expressions, all of the human, like what you call it, you know, that the stuff that we do when we're nervous, like the twitches yeah. and the blinks and the mouth and the scratching and everything. It's um, it's it's crazy. So that's what I'm thinking the whole time is I'm trying to t- I'm trying to take all of that stuff from them and take and take it into me and I tell them that like give it to me I'll take it for you don't worry about it no and you gotta remain like yeah and I gotta so remain so that they remain calm <laughs> yeah which oh every year I'm like Heva stay on the beat like don't take off to the races cause I get excited too and half the time I can't tell whether or not I'm chanting loud enough because the, the monitors are right there so it sounds really loud to me but I'm not quite sure what it sounds like out there in the audience. So so that's challenging for me. So I just, now I feel like five years in, I'm just like, I'm just going to wail. Yeah. The, the sound <laughs> guys can wail. turn it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've just come to that conclusion, like, forget it. But yeah, you know, when you walk off and you're high-fiving each other, and like when it's that, that, that pleasure that I feel that is priceless because... Mm-hmm. When I watch them cry, oh, I'm gonna cry right now. Oh. <laughs> when I watch them get off the stage, because it's that feeling of not knowing what the world feels about it or how the judges feel about it. Usually, that's a that's an issue. But I feel like this year and last year, we kind of walked out of there pleased with ourselves, and I think that was that was beautiful. Because to walk inside the room, and then they're all hugging each other, and like the genuineness of like letting their emotions just come out right the floodgates floodgates open it's um so rewarding I wish I I mean I like to keep that for myself like at the little ones that I see and I see everybody I see everyone and I it's like a good moment for me because I know that I was a part of that you know like to see them know that they could accomplish something that they maybe otherwise wouldn't have had an opportunity to do so or never thought that they could so that's gold and I think this year well, was even more emotional especially for the boys just because it was a lot of their first times you know what I mean? well, there's seven of them seven brand new dancers <laughs> seven of the 13 seven have never danced in public yeah. before well they have though I mean, no not oh, well, they didn't dance oh, they, they chanted say, yeah it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was that was a thing. But you know what? I'm all about that. I'm all about you gotta start somewhere. Right. And if like you know what if the, the world if the, the year didn't uh, afford us an opportunity to enter another competition, it's this competition. What's the difference mm-hmm. to me? They're all the same. We're gonna compete, you need to compete at the highest level. So that's what we sh- it should be. So it shouldn't matter if it's Mary Monarch or Mokihana, you know, it should be the same. So I I keep thinking people think it's crazy, but I'm like, yeah, well, 
you know, I started somewhere, and that's how we started with people who never danced on the stage before. <laughs> so we got to do it. And I, and I, if the more I tell them that they can, the more they believe that they can. Mm-hmm. And then they just need all you need is one person to believe in you. Yeah. You know, and I then I get everybody else to start believing in my in what I believe in, <laughs> and then then it's like fire. It's like yeah, we can do that. And so just, where were we? Um, we're just talking about getting people to believe in themselves. Oh, you, yeah. You know, let them know that if one person believes in them. Yeah. And then that's, you get everybody <laughs> believing you. That's the secret. <laughs> <laughs> no big secret. I, I think anybody has, they do that every day in their lives. And a lot of people, there's a lot of students that have, have all different walks of life and new people who've, who've never put themselves in a situation to, to, to follow through with something. And I think, especially our younger, younger people, they um they kind of shy where find ways to get out of it and then they don't ever follow through and I and I'm gonna be right there to 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 not let them run away from it and let them get through it and once they do accomplish it then the world is their oyster you know so it's exciting to see that that's here we go kind of bringing it full circle is that that's how Bihula becomes life because once they make that they make that um that that change when they decide and see for themselves that they can, they can do something, then that kind of pays forward into their their daily lives and maybe the challenges that they would walk away from, they might find themselves able to take the step right. forward. Like, hey, I danced on the Mary Monarch stage. stage. Down it. Yeah, I can go to this job interview. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I, it has to. You know, it, it, does, it does touch our lives. We're able to do things that we wouldn't normally do, or even make better decisions about 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 things. You know how we how we interact as a group. We realize that as a group, you're not you're not a solo person. Mm-hmm. You're not by yourself. That everything you do reflects and affects each other. And so there's a lot of um, being mindful of the, those around us, and then there's trust. So you work work in the trust department when you're like you realize that you gotta trust your hula sister, your kumu, and the people that are part of that, that journey. And then they gotta trust you, right? You know, and so that that's a huge lesson in that's life. That's a challenge too. Yeah, yeah. getting a yeah, group of yeah. seventy something people to, to trust, trust each, each other. other. <laughs> <laughs> right, and it's not a, it's not an easy ride always. I mean, there's we we everybody goes on a roller coaster ride before we get to Mary Monarch and. Sometimes the, the Mary Monarch is the roller coaster ride, part of it, you know? Sometimes it happens when you get home. <laughs> the exactly. Roller, the ride begins. The ride, yeah, exactly. Or continues, you know, and that. It, it's never ending through the year. I think that's the, the, the beauty and um, the funky part of hula is that it is always. Once you, it starts to go down. But the what my favorite part is when the stuff starts to get rough and it's, like, challenging for me. And there are moments that I, you know, that I've had myself to sleep because I'm frustrated or trying to find a way to, to solve something I'm I'm um, kind of comforted by the idea that it's got to go up after this you know like I know that there's going to be something great coming so I'm, I definitely move through this process like spiritually I like look for signs or I, I'm really more aware of them mm-hmm. it helps me either prepare for something or know that something's coming so that's I like what, that the looking for the signs and like yeah, like, yeah. I I I fully believe in that. Yeah. You got to have the eyes to see it so that way when yeah, it you presents be open itself. To it. yeah. right, you got to be open to it. If you're not open to it, you're not going to see it. You can tell them to be blue in the face too. Until you're blue in the face. Yeah. Until anybody's ready to hear it. Then 
or ready to hear it, see it, and feel it. Mm-hmm. That's different. So is there anything you want to say or talk about to wrap it up? I know we got to get going. Um, <laughs> believe in yourself, eh? <laughs> no. N- nothing. I'm just, I'm just fully blessed that, um, that our hello is, um, our hello is considered, um, worthy of being at Mary Monarch. So I'm glad that we get to talk about that. But, but more importantly, I, I'm, I'm so blessed and honored to have people that believe in me to lead them on that journey to Mary Monarch. Cause without the people, man, you can't do it. Right. <laughs> so we all kind of work together. So, I mean, if I, I just like that we, we have to keep walking forward but being thankful for the process because without something else we wouldn't be where we are so we gotta just keep being thankful keep being thankful I think if the, we keep doing that we can't be going in the wrong direction mm-hmm. beautiful pretty much thanks <laughs> nice <laughs> alright well I guess we'll... well I have one more thing to oh, say go for it. Yeah, I, 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 I think it, no no no, no, no I, I just I just I, I, I like to kind of touch on this is that um Outside of the hula, the people that are are the hula people, like we can't just be thankful for ourselves for participating and working hard and whatever. But it's the people in our lives that hold us up. You know, our our parents, our counterparts, spouses, boyfriends, girlfriends, cousins, whatever, our roommate, <laughs> coworkers, whatever it is, the things that surround us in our daily lives that allow us to do that, to walk on that journey those are the ones we have to be thankful for them too because we can't be there without that and so um that's a big that's a big picture that's the really big picture is if we can walk in walk come to this hello you know i'm just talking about our hello in general but if we can be really mindful of everything around us that you know the the hello that the studio that we rent the guy that cleans the hallways you know the the gas that we put in our car to get here the babysitter that watched my kid, you know, or, you know what I mean? All of the things around us that get us to do, not just that, once we get, I, I get super deep into those th- those thoughts and, and I'm just like, wow, and, it's, and I'm just me. And I'm thinking about my thankful, like the things I have to be thankful for. Then I think, I start to think about my students and I think about all the people that they have to be thankful for. <laughs> and the things that they have, oh man, it just, it's... It's a crazy, it's a crazy thought. It expands to like a broader mm-hmm. family and whether they even know that they're a part of it or not, they no, are. Yeah, the auntie, <laughs> the auntie that you don't even know that bought the two tickets for your, you know, for your fundraiser. Right, right. You know, or the guy that donated whatever, you know, it's, it's like that. Mm-hmm. The, the lady that you bought the thread from to make the costume, you know, the house that I stayed at so I could go to LA and five my fabric. You know, it's right. it's that far, you know, it's it's amazing. Everybody that has a hand in it is well, it's everything. It is it's it's a, it's life. That's a good way to end it. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, well thank, thank you. Thank you so much. No, thank you again for being on. So here. anyway, so Q and that, that that's Eric. Eric is definitely we, I think we all agree that he's the best hula husband and we've always said that and um, I think it's so cool I get to sit here I don't know if I'm even supposed to keep talking but but to sit here and talk hula with a husband of, of one of my alaka'i 
but who is who is equally invested in our in our process is just priceless. So and thank you. Thanks for letting yeah. me talk hula with you, man. No, and like I've, <laughs> I've, I've told you before too that it was a blessing to be accepted so openly into this group of people, and then to see it grow and all these new people come and just to kind of be a part of it and I don't know. Yeah. Share my I'm, piece with people uh, as it comes. I'm so thankful like that. that you accepted that invitation to be a part of it because it's not an easy one. You know, it's not an easy one to be a part of. Uh, so that that I can definitely agree with. It's hard to be a part of it, but rewarding. Yeah, definitely. Rewarding. Yeah. <laughs> In more ways than just Kula related. It, yeah, it spreads out to every aspect of life. I think, like what you're saying. And it teaches us to manage things better, you know? Mm-hmm. If it's not working, then we got to figure out how we can manage it better, you know? I'm still working on that. Yeah. I mean, we all are. We're all yeah. learning and growing. And I think, I forget what I was saying, but it's like everybody, like from the old timers who've been here since day one and even the new people, like everybody is on a different journey and they're all at a different stage on that journey. But it's just, we should all be grateful that they're on a the journey. journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Like, yes. Yeah. We're no. here for you to catch up, you know, yeah. whatever, wherever you are. But yeah. and we're able to watch other people, you know, progress forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it never works that way where everybody's just all the same. No, yeah. And that I think is one thing we learned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> but, all right. Well, yeah. We'll Thank you, there. everyone. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you.